A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Upon your walls, O Jerusalem, I have posted sentinels. All day and all night they shall never be silent. You who remind the Lord, take no rest, and give him no rest until he establishes Jerusalem and makes it renowned throughout the earth. The Lord has sworn by his right hand and by his mighty arm, I will not again give your grain to be food for your enemies, and foreigners shall not drink the wine for which you have labored. But those who garner it shall eat it and praise the Lord, and those who gather it shall drink in my holy courts. Go through, go through the gates, prepare the way for the people. Build up, build up the highway, clear it of stones, lift up an ensign over the peoples. The Lord has proclaimed to the end of the earth, say to the daughter of Zion, see your salvation comes. His reward is with him and his recompense before him. They shall be called the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. And you shall be called sought out, a city not forsaken. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. A reading from Paul's letter to Titus. When the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of any works of righteousness that we had done, but according to his mercy, through the water of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. This Spirit he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that, having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver the child. She gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. 
When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ. Christ. Be seated, please. I made the mistake of going out to do some errands on Friday. (laughs) I wanted to go to the bank, and um, down in Fenton, the bank is in the same parking lot as the Best Buy. took me a good 20 minutes to get into the parking lot, and I wasn't thinking. If I'd have been thinking, I wouldn't have gone in. It took me a lot longer than that to get out. And so then last night, I was driving home past that same Best Buy parking lot, absolutely empty, not a car. And this was early in the evening. As far as the rest of the world is concerned, Christmas is over. The presents have all been unwrapped. I've already picked up all the wrapping paper and put it in the recycle bin, and that's it, right? Christmas is over. Some of us may be heading from here to family dinners, and then once the family dinner is over, we'll sort of move on from there. And in some ways, I'm relieved. We've been hearing Christmas carols since Halloween, right? Um, 103.3 had started playing them, I think, the day after Halloween. It was just crazy. But we know that Christmas lasts 12 days. And so we have until January 6th. Some people will be taking down their trees tomorrow. Me, not until Epiphany. Also, driving in here this morning, I noticed there weren't a lot of cars in church parking lots. People went last night, but not today. So we're going from here to meals, and we've come here today for a meal. It used to strike me as kind of odd that on Christmas Day we would come to church and celebrate a meal that commemorates Christ's death, as well as we're in the business of commemorating his birth. How odd is that? But this meal, and all of the meals that the Bible talks about, the Old Testament meal, establish Kinship, that wonderful passage in Isaiah where God says he's going to restore the fortunes of Jerusalem and no more will you grow grain and other people eat it, grow grapes and other people drink the wine, but you will eat bread and drink wine in my courts. This meal establishes kinship. It makes us all kin. And Luke doesn't want us to miss that connection. He says when the couple gets down to Bethlehem, They lay the child in a manger. Now, the pun works better in French than it does in English. The word manger in French means to eat. So Jesus is in a feeding trough. Out back of an inn. Now, the word for inn that Luke uses is unusual. It means the place where you take the harness off your camel. So we're not talking about Motel 6 here. Um, This is kind of low-grade stuff. He uses that word exactly one other time. And that's for the room where Jesus and his disciples celebrate Passover. So Luke wants us to get the connection. Jesus, at his birth, is lying in a manger. And Jesus, at his last supper, says prayers that make his body and blood into food. Precisely the food, according to Isaiah, that makes us kin to God. So we come here to rejoice in Christ's birth as Titus says, because it makes us heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, and to celebrate this meal that makes us kin. God wants us to be family so much 
that God is willing to enter into this family as a small child and be laid in a feeding trough and at the last say prayers that turn his body and blood into food so that we can be given the divine life into our very bodies, making us kin with God. That's what Christmas is about. That's why it takes us at least 12 days to figure it out. And that's why we come here on Christmas morning to celebrate this meal, to be reminded that God has entered into our family and made us God's household. Amen. Amen.